Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of First Impression Sports Talk. I'm Jasmine Pollock, the host, and we're going to get into a lot of sports topics, so don't go anywhere. Welcome to Jasmine Pollock's First Impression Sports Talk, the fastest-growing sports talk show in the country. And now, here's your host, Jasmine Pollock. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to First Impression Sports Talk. To kick the day off, I have a special guest, Cole Brennan. He is here. He's been on my show multiple times, and he has some thoughts about DeMar Hamlin's situation and his Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's bring in Cole. Cole, you have the floor. Please talk about the Steelers and DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be back. Haven't been on the show in a while, but uh, I'm looking, looking forward to this. Great night of sports tonight. Great night. It's going to be a great month of sports with the playoffs starting. Two months from now, you got March Madness starting. Mm -hmm. NHL playoffs will start in April. NBA playoffs. I don't like the NBA, but, you know, we got we got great sports coming up, and I can't wait. Um, right. Before I get into the Steelers, um, I wanted to offer my thoughts, prayers for DeMar Hamlin. Um it was an awful situation what happened in the game last Monday night. I am not going to speculate as to what caused it because I don't know. And I don't think that is fair. Um, I don't know if it's the hit could be something else, but um, getting, getting into it, uh, it. It is great to see the NFL community come in, uh, in unifying for this issue to see, Players and teams pray before the game, pray after the game to see the Buffalo Bills right after that happened, pray on the field. Mm -hmm. But there truly has been some uh, negatives from people, especially those who complained about losing their parlay since the game was canceled. I hope they realize that they're scumbag human beings and you're being selfish uh, who cares about your parlay? A man's life is so much more valuable than your than your stupid parlay. Nobody cares about the parlays. The only thing that is important is Demar Hamlin's health, and uh, it was such a scary situation. Uh, shout out to that trainer on Buffalo. I do not know his name, but truly, God bless him. He saved a man's life that night. If, if he didn't do that, I'm not sure DeMar Hamlin is here with us today. It is such – he deserves a raise. Yes, and his name is Denny Kellington. What a, what a great human being he is for rushing to save that man's life. Also, I'm going to call out Skip Bayless because he's garbage at what he does. Uh, he deserves to be called out by everybody – um, saying that, how could you cancel a game because it's so late in the season, there's so many ramifications on the line. The game doesn't matter at that point. It doesn't. The only thing that matter is DeMar Hamlin. Right. That, it's not right for him to go out and say that. I support the players and the coaches for getting that game canceled. 
it was not the NFL that did that. I don't care what comes out about it, about the NFL saying it was them. No, it wasn't. These people are obsessed with money. So they did not cancel the game. Mm. It was the coaches and the players that went and got that game canceled. Mm-hmm. Next, what I'm going to say about this is also to Skip Bayless and said many sensitive comments in the past and some sickening comments, especially when he pretty much called out Dak Prescott after he lost his brother to suicide. Yep. Skip, you just – these players are human beings. They are athletes. Yes, they are looked at as larger than life. Mm-hmm. And they are marketed that way. But we have to realize that they are still human beings. And they still experience normal human emotions. I feel sorry for Dak Prescott. And I obviously express my condolences. Suicide is one of the worst ways to die. Mm-hmm. And it is it is truly sad what Skip Bayless said a couple years ago. And what he said um, last week about DeMar Hamlin. Skip Bayless got to go. <laughs> He is a failing show. It's a garbage show, and he is garbage takes. I do like Shannon Sharp, though. But responding to this, though, the NFL, the NFL must help the players that were involved in that situation. Teammates, uh, his coaches, and also teammate, and also players around the league. Mm-hmm. Especially too with their their mental health after that situation. What they went through was definitely traumatizing. It's not easy to go and to watch one of your teammates go and CPRs being performed on him. That's scary. And not to mention, go and walk back to the locker and see his locker. Yeah. That is that is definitely not easy. So the NFL must do all it can to provide those players the support that they need because I do not want to imagine being in those players' shoes and just exactly how hard that is. Yep. Absolutely. And that was well said, Cole, because I could tell from you, you said it from the heart. You said what you meant. And we all feel the same way for DeMar. And thank God he's been discharged from the hospital today. Um, we, You broke that news to us um, before the show came on. So we're really excited for DeMar. We're happy that he's, you know, healthy. We're, we're happy that he is here with us. And it was just amazing to see all the fans, all the organizations, Everyone in the NFL community and even in the sports world show their support for DeMar. So shout out to DeMar. Shout out for that um, that trainer who, you know, worked very fast in that situation to get DeMar the help that he needed. So thank God for that. Now, let's get into the AFC playoffs. Now, now that the playoffs are here, the whole controversy was the number one seed in the AFC due to that game being canceled. So, Cole, what do you have to say about, you know, Bengals fans, oh, this is unfair, um, even the coin toss. I remember the, the Bengals player, he took out a coin out of his glove and flipped it as a diss to the NFL. What was your take on that? And what's your, should the should the Chiefs be the number one seed in the first place? Because we know the Bills and Bengals beat them this season. What do you think about that? Well, first off, the only thing I'd say to the Bills is uh, to the to the Bills and the Bengals and all those teams involved there, life's not fair. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. It's not fair. It, it, we everybody knows that life isn't fair, right? And that this 
was obviously a circumstance nobody saw coming. Mm-hmm. And this definitely isn't easy for the NFL to navigate and um, and those teams as well. Now, I would have went a different route. I do believe – I did believe that at that time, I believe it was totally right to cancel the game. Agreed. I was a strong support of that. Absolutely. Well, post I would have postponed it. What I would have done is I would have moved the Pro Bowl – back to after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Nobody watches it. It definitely doesn't get very good ratings. Nobody really cares for it. And what I would have done is I would have had that Chiefs, and when I, and I heard this idea, and I really like it, I would have had the Bills and the Bengals play this weekend, give them a primetime game, and then I would have moved the playoffs back one week. Okay. Then the the Pro Bowl would have been played after the Super Bowl. You would not get that bye week in between the Super Bowl. I'm sure the players really like that. But Mm -hmm. this is just a scenario that, you know, nobody obviously saw coming with DeMar Hamlin. Um, But that is is just how I would have handled it. I think that's the best way to go about it. I would Mm -hmm. not have done – I know the NFL has talked about, oh, we're going to play at a neutral site. Okay, I guess you can do that, but where's that neutral site going to be? Right. Somebody threw out Pittsburgh. Well, if it's the Bills and the Chiefs, well, that's not fair because the Bills, Buffalo is a three-hour and, like, 15-minute drive from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much a home game for Buffalo because, of course, because, again, Pittsburgh, there's stuff to do in the city. And that would be such a good weekend trip for somebody, for, you know, fans and stuff like that to do, to mm-hmm. come down to Pittsburgh and then go to the game. So right. Pittsburgh was obviously off the table. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, it's got to be a, a legitimate neutral site. It's right. got to be not within a, a close driving distance. You know, it needs to be about a five, six hour drive for mm-hmm. you know, one of those fans, either direction. So obviously they're they the NFL is going to do that and we'll kind of just see how it goes. As of right now, I believe the Chiefs have the number 1 seed. Yes, they the do. Bills are playing the Dolphins. Yeah. Um so but obviously if the the Chiefs and the Bills play, they will have they will it will be at a neutral site mm-hmm. if I'm correct. I don't know. I do not remember all the ramific uh all the scenarios as to what would determine a neutral right. site. But, you know, I, I guess the NFL is just trying to make do um, with this situation because this is obviously – this isn't something that happens that often. I mean, there has been some instances with players getting hurt on the field and a heart attack. I believe it happened 50 years ago. But this isn't something that nobody is used to dealing with. For sure. And um, even with that, I agree with that. Um even them playing on the neutral site, I mean, they had to, the NFL had to make a hasty decision because, um, you know, the playoffs are coming and they cared about the ratings, of course. But I feel like I agree with you, Cole. I feel like they should have pushed the playoffs back a week. I mean, being that it was that big of a game, you should, you know, the, each team should be have, have the benefit of competing for that spot. Um, even with what I mentioned earlier is the Bengals and Bills beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are the number one seed which it 
it's all a little weird. It's a little funky to me. But let's let's look at the AFC playoff picture as we speak right now that is going to occur. So we have, the like we said, the Chiefs have the number one seats. They get the bye. The Dolphins go play the Bills. The Ravens go play the Bengals. And the Chargers go play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this is the first time since 1999 that all three football teams from Florida are in the playoffs. The Bucks are in. The Dolphins are in and the Jaguars are in. That is a very big moment in sports, you know, especially as Florida fans down here, even though I'm not a Bucks fan, um, but it's just a big moment to see all the teams come together and all of them are playing and representing Florida. So that's awesome. So, Jim, I want to start with you. You are a Dolphins fan. <laughs> What's going to happen in this Dolphins and Bills game? You tell me. Well, for this game right here, the Bills are obviously going to be the number one team coming into this game. No, no, nobody is going to just give Miami the chance right now because Miami, down to their third string quarterback, hoping that Tua does come back, and not to mention the pile long of injuries and pile longs of injuries and wheels falling off at the wrong time. But the only thing I'll just give Miami a chance is is that fighter's chance because. When it comes to the playoffs, everybody's record is zero and zero. And I know right. how the Buffalo Bills got off to that slow start, especially during that Patriots game. Those things are very mm -hmm. important because, and you saw how Miami played against them when it came to a couple of weeks ago when Miami went to Buffalo. So I think yeah. a lot of things can can do in play, but don't I just say the game is going to be, I give Buffalo 10 points. Of course, I'm going to go for my team, but in realistic standpoint, me stepping out from a fan, I'm giving Buffalo by 10. Yeah, same. I'm going to go Buffalo by 10 also. Um, I, we don't know how Tua's going to come back and how he's going to look. Um, I think that that situation is questionable. Even though um, both games that we've seen the Dolphins and Bills play this season have been very good games, so it's not like I don't think the Bills are just going to blow Miami out. I think both teams are going to play very well. But I just think the Bills have a lot of the momentum. They're, you know, they're still they're fighting for DeMar. They're doing a lot of different things. They have a lot of things going their way. I have the Bills by 10. Cole, what's your prediction in that game? Yeah, so I, I think it comes down to who is playing for Miami. If they're very injured, I think the Bills are going to blow them out of the building. Mm -hmm. Like I, I if, if the Dolphins have – Tyreek and they have all their starters and their star players playing and two is playing. I think, I think the dolphins can give them a run for their money, but I, I do. I, I have to go with Buffalo. It's at home. That's not an easy place to play. And you know what else too? We don't know what the weather is going to be like. So games that have with the weather, you know, potentially being bad teams in the North kind of have a, because they played in that um, they're going to have an advantage so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Buffalo, but it's kind of hard to pick a score right now because I don't know who's gonna be playing. If they have if if the Dolphins have all their starters playing and they get guys back from injuries, key players, I'm gonna say Buffalo by a touchdown. Okay. So let's look at um the the Bengals and the Ravens. Now that game. Lamar should be coming back. That's another question we have for the Ravens is how healthy is Lamar? Now, I'm going to say this. I think the Bengals are going to win by a touchdown, even if Lamar is a go. Because I feel like 
The Bengals have the underdog mentality. They've been here before. They've been in a situation like this. I have the Bengals by a touchdown. I think it'll still be a good game, but I have the Bengals by a touchdown. Cole, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bengals by ten. Um, I, I think if if Lamar's playing, maybe maybe it'll be by like a field goal or something like that. But I I have to pick the Bengals. I think they're just the better team. I mean, they have such a good offense. You know, Joe Burrow is has really solidified himself as a franchise quarterback. Has played very well, and he's very fun to watch. Um, Agreed. You know, Jamar Chase is one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's kind of solidified himself there. You know, they have T. Higgins. They got uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, you know, their their defense, I still think, needs needs a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't gotten the, the – I've gotten the chance to watch them, you know, when they play the Steelers. Um, but I, 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 think, I think I have to go with the Bengals. Jeremiah, who are you picking in this game? Well, for my pick, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Bengals, but I'm having them going up by 14. Only because how the Bengals played, especially uh, yesterday, I just feel like they're just going to have this underdog in them to where they're just going to come out and just dominate. I just feel like even with Lamar, because, you know, Justin Herbert hasn't, I mean, not Justin Herbert, um, Burrow, he has not beaten Lamar since he came into the league. And that is huge. And I feel like this is going to be the game right here that he's going to prove I can beat Lamar. Okay, so we all pick the Bengals. Next game, final final game in the AFC wild card is the Chargers go to Jacksonville. Now, you guys know I've been the Chargers were my dark horse. They were my dark horse team. I love Justin Herbert. I love what that team is doing. They're getting healthy at the right time. They're starting to play. I have the Chargers by 10. Jeremiah, what about you? Well, I think we lost Jeremiah. So, Cole, what about you? What, who do you think is going to win that game out of the Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, so I am going to take the Chargers. Uh, Jacksonville, they've really improved. They did. Uh, that, that Doug Peterson has done one heck of a turnaround down in Jacksonville. They are still a a year or two away, I would say, from really trying to compete, depending on what they do in the draft. The draft is a big time to, you know, to to better your team. Um, their, their defense is definitely gotten better, but Jacksonville just isn't for real yet. I just uh I just don't think it's their I don't think it's their time. Uh Trevor Lawrence has definitely made great strides and improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the only thing is, uh, why did the chargers play their starters risk injury yesterday? I don't know yeah. if anybody got injured when they had already locked down the five seed and they had no chance to move up. Like, I, I don't understand that logic from, uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really get what they were doing there, but I got to go with the chargers. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the chargers by, I'm going to say 10 points. Okay. So we both agree. And I think for Jacksonville, it's not to say Jacksonville is a bad team, but I think Jacksonville's a player, a couple of players away from being a very good team. They're very young. They're well coached. Doug Peterson has those boys playing. So I think we're going to see that we're going to see the Jaguars for the next couple of years. 
So let's go into the NFC. Now, my Packers are out. I'm, it was heartbreak last night over here for me, but at least my Seahawks took this, their place because the Seahawks are my second team. So let's look at the NFC matchup. So we have the Philadelphia Eagles, who's the number one seed, and they get the bye week. Seattle travels to San Francisco. Giants travel to uh, Minnesota. Dallas goes to Tampa. Now, Cole, let's talk about this Seahawks and 49ers game. They battled all season long. Who are you picking in this game? I'm going to take San Francisco. I think they're the better team. I, I think San Francisco, um, they were my team from the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. They're uh, the only thing is, I don't know when Jimmy G's coming back. Mm -hmm. If you have Brock Purdy starting, I don't think he can get you to the Super Bowl. I'm just going to be mm -hmm. real. He's a rookie quarterback. You can always go and pull out that Nick Foles argument, but the difference between Nick Foles and Brock Purdy was. Nick Foles is a veteran. He's played in this yep. league for a long time. Brock Purdy is a rookie. So I got to go. You, if you're going to take a backup quarterback, I mean, Brock Purdy is a third, was a, the third, third, third string quarterback coming in. Third the string, yep. So I just, I, I can't take, uh, I, I am going to, as of right now, I'm going to go with the 49ers just because they got a run game. You got Christian McCaffrey. They're, you know, they have a they have a strong defense. They got they got some good playmakers. So I, I gotta go with uh the 49ers to win. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they win by uh 14. I I'm gonna say the same thing. I believe they're gonna win by 14. I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm gonna root for my Seahawks. But I just feel like the 49ers as constructed are the better team. Um I did not see my Seahawks making the playoffs this year. I did not expect that happen, especially without um, Russell, which is a big storyline in itself that I will get into at a later date. But I have the 49ers by 14. But the 49ers, I am skeptical. Can Brock Purdy continue to take them to that promised land? And as the competition gets deeper, can he deliver? That is yet to be determined. Jeremiah, who wins in the Seahawks and 49ers game? Actually, in that game, I am going to uh... – do like a totally different thing. I'm picking the Seahawks in that one. Okay. Seahawks by three points only because I seen how the 49ers played against that that um Raider that Raiders team. The yes, Raiders, which, which is was out of the playoffs, you know, and their their new uh quarterback that they have, you know, Mike Mendent, he was he was believing in him, and you just seen what he did. He put up monster numbers. So. Right now, you know, I got a little faith in Geno Smith that he can get them to a three-point uh, a win, or maybe a ten-point win. I'll say a ten-point win. That's a on the road in San Francisco. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I don't uh, trust. It's just Gino something about me. I don't trust the new quarterback. I, I can yeah. agree, but I'll say for Geno, Geno's been playing phenomenal football all season. We can admit that. Gino, I, I think he should get the comeback player of the year. He has played a exceptionally great year, especially with all the controversy then with Russell leaving and how is this Seahawks team and they make the playoffs. So I'm really excited about that. I mean, it's moving in the good direction, but I don't think we can go in there and beat the 49ers. So me and Cole are picking the 49ers by 10. Jeremiah, you have the Seahawks. Well, we said 14, but Jeremiah, you have the Seahawks by 10. Now the Giants and Vikings. 
I would say these two teams are the most questionable teams in the whole in the whole playoffs right now on both sides. Would you guys agree? I I'm not sold yes. on either one of these teams now. My mom is a Giants fan, so I'm gonna root for the Giants. But I don't. I have questions about both these teams. So Cole, who do you have winning this game? Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's a toss up. I think it's a total toss up. I don't trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. He just hasn't been able to get it done. No. Mm-mm. So I, I'm honestly, I'm going to take the Giants. I, I'm not sold on them. But to be honest with you, I'm not really sold on anybody in the NFC except the 49ers. The only thing I'm not sold on is their quarter, their quarterback situation right now. But if Jimmy G gets healthy, I think they can make a run. Um, and the Eagles. Those are the only two teams I'm sold on. The NF, The NFC has just... The quality of play in the NFC just has not been there. I, um, I can agree with that for sure. Um, I'm not sold on Dallas, uh, <laughs> and I'm definitely not sold on the Bucks either. But I'm going to have to go with uh, the Giants. I think they're going to pull off the upset. I think there, there's so many good um, – kind of going a little bit off topic, but Brian Dable has done such – an incredible job at turning the Giants around this year. I can agree. He's, yes, I think he's going to be a very good head head coach in the NFL. I mean, he's he's up there with, you know, the job that Doug Peterson has done. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan has done a really nice job this year as well, because obviously you had Trey Lance go down, and that was supposed to be their starting quarterback. Yep. And also to Pete Carroll in Seattle, I thought Seattle was going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. What um, but there's definitely been some coaches that have done a really nice job this year. But uh, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with uh, the Giants on this one. I think they're gonna pull off the upset. I agree. I think it's a toss up. I have the. I'll pick the Giants by a field goal. Jeremiah. Yes, I have to pick the Giants too. Uh, I do agree with you again. Toss up, because both of these teams, you know, they had their wins at the beginning. But then you would just question their certain off. losses the that they have. Coach. Yeah. Right. And to me, I would have um, the Giants in overtime by seven, by a winning touchdown. Well, six. Okay, that's interesting. So let's get to the final one. <laughs> this one I think everyone's going to be paying attention to because, of course, it's Tom Brady, it's Dallas, it's just, just glitz and glam all over this game. I despise Dallas, I don't like Dallas at all. I'm not a Bucks fan either, but I am going with the Bucks to win this game. Um, both teams, I don't trust them either. Um, when I look at Dallas, now they can say from top to bottom, Dallas has the better team. But Tom Brady at home in the playoffs, I'm picking. I'm picking Tampa by three. Cole. Yeah, uh, I'm honestly going to take Dallas. I uh, I know you can say, oh, but it's Tom Brady. He's just – he's fallen off this year, like, big time. I'm just not seeing it with him. I don't think he's had a good year. Um, but I got to go with Dallas. I, I think they're I think they're the better team. Uh, Tampa Bay is really falling off. You know, Leonard Fournette hasn't been the same since last year. He had a really good season last year. And I, I just – I have a lot of questions about the Bucs. I just – I truly don't think um, – who's their coach – who's their – Todd Bowles is their coach. Todd Bowles, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Todd Bowles is a good head coach. Um, but I I got to go. I'm going to take Dallas for this one. I do think they're the better team. But I don't think Dallas is very good either. 
they're not either. <laughs> Both these teams are coming off losses in the final week. So, I mean, they're both I don't I just there's a lot of questions, but I'll pick the Bucks by three just based off, solely off of just who Tom Brady is in the playoffs at home, the intangibles, different things like that. Jeremiah, who are you picking and why? Well, for me, I uh, first of all, this game is not going to be a high scoring game. It's going to be a field goal kicking so. game. <laughs> yeah. I just start off because both backs this year been just not good. Uh, Tom Brady, you already know, you know his resume, but this year he has been playing his worst football. And for Dak, I cannot trust him in big moments. You've seen when it was on the line last, I mean, yesterday, trying to get that number one seed so they can have a bye. They get blown off the field by Washington. And that's what their whole fully healthy team there. Yes, yes you know, uh, Washington team that has really nothing to lose. They're just testing out their new quarterback. Those type of things worry me. And Dak had multiple, multiple picks. And this is a year that him and Josh Allen are leading picks. But, you know, in this game, I'm going to have to take, um, surprisingly, I'm going to take the Cowboys by three points. Only because the Bucks, I'm just not all the way just so from their, their escape games. Yeah, I can I can agree, but I'm just, I'm solely picking the Bucks. I don't, and I don't like the Cowboys anyway. But you have Tom Brady at home in the playoffs. You cannot bet. Yes, you cannot bet against Tom Brady. That's, that's even when we counted them out the whole season, <laughs> he still mustered some game to get them to the playoffs. I I don't trust Dak. I'll say that I don't trust Dak in this situation. I trust no. Tom Brady more. He's at home in Tampa. The lights might be too bright for Dallas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I feel like I think these playoff games should be interesting. I think I don't know if we'll see any blowouts. I, I don't expect any blowouts. Um, I think there's some games no. where it looks, you know, but I think um, I think it's going to be a good playoff run. We'll see. I'm not making any Super Bowl predictions yet. I'm not going to get into that yet because there's so many unknowns. But um, that wraps up First Impression Sports Talk. Thank you. Cole, thank you, Jeremiah. That was a great show. We're going to continue to monitor what's going on with these coaches getting fired. There's a lot of teams making adjustments, making moves. So we're definitely going to keep an eye out for that. Of course, the playoffs start this weekend. We're going to see you guys next week for more sports talk. Have a good day.